0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness.
1: It didn't pay much, just the food money, but that job was all I had and I had got it after a lot of struggles, so I put up with it. I was just 18 at that time and two years before that I had run from my last foster home because the people who took me in were the worst kind of people. They didn't take care of me or any other children in the house and made us all do the heavy chores of the house. It was clear that they only did the fostering job for the money, so I had no choice but to run away. And ever since, I had been working hard to make it every other day with that job, and I was grateful. However, my life was not always like that. Not when my parents were still alive. But before we move on, like this video, hit that subscribe button, and activate the notification bell. And you will get $1,000 in the next 9 hours. Trust me, it works. I was such a happy (laughs) child, especially because my parents took such good care of me. We lived in a small house, but they still gave me everything I needed and asked for. My dad would always ask me to help him around with cars he brought home to fix, which was more looking at what he does than helping, but we got to spend time together that way. But everything changed one day when I was nine. I was in my school waiting for my parents to pick me up, but they never came. Instead, some police officers came and took me in their car and explained to me how their car was in an accident and they were never coming back. I cried so much that day. Ever since then, I had been in the foster care system going from home to home since I had no relatives or family after my parents, so the rough times of my life began. And so did my sad life story, and it didn't get any better afterward. It was definitely good to not have to put up with the mean foster parents, but life was still tough for me after I ran away. I went from place to place looking for a job to earn money, but no one was open to giving me one. You're too young, they would say, or you don't have the skills, which I didn't because I never focused to be good at anything after my parents passed away. But my dad had left me with some skills when we spent time together fixing cars, and that was how I got the job at the garage. They didn't pay much because they couldn't afford a new worker themselves, but they saw me in need, so they gave me the job. Otherwise, I would have still been sleeping on the park bench like I did for so many nights. Later after getting the job, I got a very small apartment on a rent-sharing basis with a guy John. And let me tell you, he was the worst roommate ever. He made me do all the washing and cleaning around the house after my long day at work. And I did it, thinking maybe if I did all his work, he wouldn't mind if I'm a little late on my share of rent. But instead, he kicked me out. If you can't pay, there's plenty of room on the streets, he said before throwing out my stuff, which was not a lot. After that, I went to the only place that took me in, the garage. The daughter of the garage owner, Sheila, who was just my age, had been friends with me since I had joined. She convinced her father to let me stay in the small room in the storage area of the garage, and he did. Sometimes she would give me some extra money from her savings so that I could have a decent lunch. I would give you more if I had it, Aaron, she would say, and I knew that she was the kindest person ever. So, like that, I started living in the garage, and it was fun working there as most of the guys that worked with me were just around my age. However, I didn't have the means and liberty to enjoy the things they enjoyed doing because they had their parents to support them even if the job paid less. So I always had to reject them when they would ask me to come to a party with them as I couldn't afford to waste a second of my time. But one day, I decided to take a break and go to the party with them for a change. So I went to the party with the boys and it was a new experience for me, which was fun. I even met a girl, Gina, who seemed very interested in me. So we exchanged numbers and got on talking. After hearing my entire story, she just said, Wait, you live in a garage? I work there during the day and sleep there, so yeah, I replied. So you're poor? She asked again. Yeah, I replied, and without saying anything, she just left and went on to talk to other guys. But just before I left the party, she came to me and said, Please don't text or call the number I gave you, it'd be much better if you delete it. And left. After that, I never went to such parties, they really were a waste of time. So days passed like that and there were tough times, and Sheila was my one true friend who was with me all through those times. Suddenly, after two and a half years of running away from my last foster home, something happened. My mean foster parents showed up at the garage out of nowhere they told me that they were looking for me and they were so glad that they had finally found me we have been looking for you ever since you left the mean foster mom said and they both were acting weird as if they actually loved and cared about me but i immediately knew that they were just putting up a show ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices However, I couldn't figure out the reason why they were doing all that. They even asked and begged me to go with them, but I shut them up and sent them away, saying I would never go with them. Later that day, I suddenly got a call from an unknown number, so I picked it up and asked who it was, and guess who it was? It was Gina, that girl from the party. I had deleted her number that day, so I didn't have her in my contacts. I had not expected that she would call me out of nowhere, but that was not even the surprising part. It was later when she asked to meet me for a date, but I rejected the offer like she had rejected me before. What an unusual and amusing day, I thought, and got back to work, but little did I know, it was just getting started. Again, after some time, my previous roommate John visited me, and he apologized for how he treated me a few years back, and even offered me a place to stay. But I was done with him too, so I sent him away as well. After that, I couldn't focus on my work as I was left wondering why all of a sudden all the people who had ever done me wrong in the past were acting all nice and trying to win me over. It didn't make sense to me at all. In fact, it was weird. But right then, Sheila came to the rescue. She called me and asked me to meet her at her house right away as she had something urgent to show me. So I left all my work and rushed there. When I reached her house, she showed me something that confused and shocked me. She turned the TV on and there was a picture of me from a few years back, and a man was explaining how if anyone was to find me, they were getting a huge sum of money as a reward. Now I get it, I said. What? Sheila asked. Today was so weird. All the people that had done me wrong in the past called me or came to meet me. It was all for the money, I told her. We should call him and ask him what this is all about, Sheila suggested, so we called him. On the phone, the man was so happy to hear from me and asked me to meet him instantly. So Sheila and I took a road trip to the town where I was born to meet the man. Throughout the drive, I was confused and clueless about why the man wanted to see me. But we finally reached him, and the man turned out to be my family lawyer. Aaron, I'm so sorry for the loss of your parents. I'm here to give you access to their will now that you're 18. He said as he sat us down. Will? I asked as I was confused. I had never thought about it. Your parents wanted to raise you to be humble and kind and understand the hardships of less fortunate families. So while they raised you, they didn't show off as rich, he said. He told me that they were going to let me know about our wealth when I turn 18, but then the accident took them away. After that, he was bound by their wishes to let me know about the money only after I turned 18. They were good people, and they wanted to make you just like them, he continued. He also told me that he was keeping track of the foster homes I was in, but later he started getting busy and assumed I must have been in a good home, so he stopped checking. It was only later that he went to see me in my last foster home six months back. He found out that I had run away, so he tried to find me but couldn't, so he went to the TV to find me as a last resort. But then Sheila asked the lawyer, so how much money does he have exactly?" The lawyer smiled and said, millions. I couldn't believe what I just heard, so I asked again. Millions? That's right, son, you're a millionaire, he said and congratulated me. Sheila was also very happy for me. But I got so emotional that I wanted to cry. Just a moment before that, I couldn't even afford a room to live in, and suddenly I had the money to buy ten houses if I wanted. I felt so grateful towards my parents and my true friends that I couldn't hold back my emotions, so I hugged (laughs) Sheila and cried. The news traveled fast and all of a sudden I was on the news and papers with a title like Guy was a millionaire for years but had no idea. I was approached by many shows and channels to give them an interview about my story, but I didn't like that kind of publicity so I rejected their offers. Gold diggers like Gina were always on my tail and kept on calling and texting me, so I changed my number. With millions in hand, I. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs
0: up to 80% less than clay litter.
1: wanted to make a difference, so, first, I invested in the garage that gave me a job and a place to stay when I had nothing. After that, I started a business of my own and started training and hiring people in need just like I had needed two years back. I knew what it was like to struggle, so I wanted to help them out. After that, I did something I didn't have the courage to do. I asked Sheila out. She was so happy when I brought that up. I waited for two years, I had thought you would never ask, she said and hugged me. I took her to a fancy restaurant and we had the best dinner. I felt like I could finally give her everything she deserved. Then, a couple of months later, we moved in together. I was so happy helping out the people in need, and she was still beside me helping me in any way she could, just like she did when I had nothing. Thanks for watching. Have you ever learned a secret about yourself that you didn't know before? Let us know in the comments! Don't forget to subscribe and check out other videos on the channel!